0: Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Śrīla Prabhupāda's books, right here in the live studios of The Haven, which is in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. The Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam is our only shelter. I'm sorry for being late tonight, please forgive me. Śrīla Sanatana Goswāmī's glorification of the Bhagavatam goes like this sarva sarva syascabdipi Sarva-vidāika-satpala Sarva-siddhānta-ratnāja Sarva-lokāika-drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures Singular fruit of all the Vedas Rich mine of the precious gems Of all conclusive truths You are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabhu, Kali Dwandodita Ditya, Sri Krishna Parivartita. O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavata, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pathaya. Premavarshakshadhayate, Sarvada, Sarvasavya, Shri Krishna Namostume. I bow down to you, who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna himself. Yes. Madeka Bando Mad Sangin guru Mad Mahadana. Mad my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy—I bow down to you. Asadu saduta dain atini chuchita kada chin mam prem Kantayok's Buddha O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we reached the 24th chapter of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam and we're in the middle of hearing Lord Shiva's song to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. We're beginning with texts 47 and 48. The Lord is super-excellently beautiful, on account of His open and merciful smile, and His sidelong glance upon His devotees. His black hair is curly, and His garments, waving in the wind, appear like flying saffron pollen from lotus fly- flowers. His glittering earrings, shining helmet, bangles, garland, ankle bell waist bell, and various other bodily ornaments combined with conch shell, disc, club, and lotus flower to increase the natural beauty of the Kostuba pearl on his chest Purport The word prahasita-panga referring to Krishna's smile and sidelong glances as His devotees, specifically applies to His dealings with the gopis. Krishna is always in a joking mood when He increases the feelings of conjugal rasa in the hearts of the gopis. The conch shell, club, disc and lotus flower can be either held in His hands or seen on the palms of His hands. According to palmistry, The signs of a conch shell, club, lotus flower and disc mark the palms of great personalities and especially indicate the supreme personality of Godhead. Text 49 The Lord has shoulders just like a lion's. Upon these shoulders are garlands, necklaces, epaulets and all of these are always glittering Besides these, there is the beauty of the Kostaba money money pearl. And on the chest and on the dark chest of the Lord, there are streaks named Srivats, which are signs of the Goddess of Fortune. The glittering of these streaks excels the beauty of the golden streaks on a gold testing stone. Indeed, such beauty defeats a gold testing stone purport. The curling hair on the shoulders of a lion always appear very, very beautiful. Similarly, the shoulders of the Lord were just like a lion's and the necklace and garlands along with the ghostuva pearl necklace combined to excel the beauty of a lion. The chest of the Lord is streaked with Srivatsa lines the sign of the goddess of fortune. Consequently, the Lord's chest excels the beauty of a testing stone for gold. The black silicus stone on which gold is rubbed to test its value always looks very beautiful, being streaked with gold lines. Yet the chest of the Lord excels even as such a stone in its beauty. Text 50 The Lord's abdomen is beautiful due to three ripples in the flesh. Being so round, his abdomen resembles the leaf of a banyan tree. And when he exhales and inhales, the movements of the ripples appear very, very beautiful. The coils within the navel of the Lord are so deep that it appears that the entire universe sprouted out of it and yet again wishes to go back. Purport The whole universe is born out of the lotus stem which sprouted from the navel of the Lord. Lord Brahma sat on the top of his lotus, this lotus stem to create the whole universe. The navel of the Lord is so deep and coiling that it appears that the whole universe again wants to withdraw into the navel being attracted by the Lord's beauty. The Lord's navel and the ripples on his belly always increase the beauty of his bodily features. The details of the bodily features of the Lord especially indicate the personality of Godhead. Impersonalists cannot appreciate the beautiful body of the Lord which is described in these prayers by Lord Shiva although the impersonalists are always engaged in the worship of Lord Shiva they are unable to understand the prayers offered by Lord Shiva to the bodily features of Lord Vishnu Lord Vishnu is known as Shiva-Verenci-Mnutam Bhagavatam 11.5.33 For he is always worshipped by Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva. Text 51 The lower part of the Lord's waist is dark and covered with yellow garments and a belt bedecked with golden embroidery work. His symmetrical lotus feet and calves, thighs, and joints of his legs are extraordinarily beautiful. Indeed, the Lord's entire body appears to be well-built. Purport Lord Shiva is one of the twelve great authorities mentioned in Srimad Bhagavatam 6.3.20 These authorities are Swayambhu, Narada, Shambhu, Kumara, Kapila, Manu, Prahlad, Janaka, Bhishma, Bali, Bhayasaki or Shukadeva Goswami and Yamaraj. The impersonalists who generally worship Lord Shiva should learn of the transcendental Satchitananda Vigraha of the Lord. Here Lord Shiva gladly describes, here the Lord kindly describes the details of the Lord's bodily features. Thus the impersonalists' argument that the Lord has no form cannot be accepted under any circumstance. Text 52 My dear Lord, your two lotus feet are so beautiful that they appear like two blossoming petals of the lotus flower which grows during the autumn season. Indeed, the nails of your lotus feet emanate such a great effulgence that they immediately dissipate the darkness in the heart of a conditioned soul. My dear Lord, kindly show me that form of yours which always dissipates all kinds of darkness in the heart of a devotee. My dear Lord, you are the supreme spiritual master of everyone. Therefore, all conditioned souls covered with the darkness of ignorance can be enlightened by you As the spiritual master purport, Lord Shiva has thus Lord Shiva has thus described the bodily features of your Lord authoritatively. Now he wants to see the lotus feet of your Lord. When a devotee wants to see the transcendental form of your Lord, he begins his meditation on the Lord's body by first looking at the feet of the lord shrimad bhagavatam is considered to be the transcendental sound form of the lord and the 12 cantos are divided in accordance with the transcendental form of the lord the first and second cantos of shrimad bhagavatam are called the two lotus feet of the lord it is therefore suggested by lord shiva that one should first try to see the lotus feet of the Lord. This also means that if one is serious about reading Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, he must begin by seriously studying the first and second cantos. The beauty of the lotus feet of the Lord is compared to the petals of a lotus flower, which grows in the autumn season. By nature's law, in autumn, the dirty or muddy waters of rivers and lakes become very clean. At that time, the lotus flowers growing in the lakes appear very bright and beautiful. The lotus flower itself is compared to the lotus feet of the Lord and the petals are compared to the nails of the feet of the Lord. The nails of the feet of the Lord are very bright as Brahma Sangha te- testifies, Ananda Chinmaya Sadhujwala Vigrahasya. Every limb of the transcendental body of the Lord is made of Ananda Chinmaya Sadhujwala. Thus, every limb is eternally bright. As sunshine dissipates the darkness of this material world, the effulgence emanating from the body of the Lord immediately dries up the darkness in the heart of the conditioned soul. In other words, everyone serious about understanding the transcendental science and seeing the transcendental form of the Lord must first, first of all, attempt to see the lotus feet of the Lord by studying the first and second cantos of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. When one sees the lotus feet of the Lord, All kinds of doubts and fears within the heart are vanquished. In Bhagavad Gita it is said that in order to make spiritual progress, one must become fearless. Abhayam satvasang sam Bhagavad Gita 16.1 Fearlessness is the result of material involvement. It is also said in Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, 11.237 Eleven two, thirty seven, mayam dwaitiya bibine shatak siyat. Fearfulness in a creation of the bodily conception of life. Fearful, fearful. Excuse me. I'll read that again. It is also said in Shrimad Bhagavatam, eleven two thirty seven, mayam dwaitiya bibine shatak siyat. Fearfulness is a creation of the bodily conception of life as long as one is absorbed in the thought that he is this material body he is fearful and as soon as one is freed from this material conception he becomes brahma Buddha, or self-realized and immediately becomes fearless brahma Buddha prasanatma Bhagavad Gita 18 54. Without being fearless, one cannot be joyful. The bhaktas, the devotees, are fearless and always joyful because they are constantly engaged in the service of the lotus feet of the Lord. It is also said, (laughs) evang prasana manaso bhagavad bhakti yogataha bhagavad tatpabhijanam Mukta-saṅgasya-jāyate Bhagavatam 1 two twenty. By practicing Bhagavad-bhakti yoga one becomes fearless and joyful. Unless one becomes fearless and joy- joyful he cannot understand the science of God. Bhagavat-tattva-vijñānam Mukta-saṅgasya-jāyate This verse Refers to those who are completely liberated from the fearfulness of this material world. When one is so liberated, he can really understand the transcendental features of the form of the Lord. Lord Shiva therefore advises everyone to practice Bhagavad Bhakti Yoga. As will be clear in the following verses, by doing so one can become really liberated. And enjoy spiritual bliss. It is also stated, Oma jnana timidandasya shalakaya chakshur un minitam jena tasmai shri guruve namaha. The Lord is the Supreme Spiritual Master, and the bona fide representative of the Supreme Lord is also a Spiritual Master. The Lord from within enlightens the devotees by the effulgence of the nails of his lotus feet and his representative, the spiritual master, enlightens from from without. Only by thinking of the lotus feet of the Lord and always taking the spiritual master's advice can one advance in spiritual life and understand Vedic knowledge yasya devi Pura bhaktir, yata yata-devi-tata-garau tasyaite-katita-yarta-prakashante-mahatmanaha Thus the Vedas, Upanishad 623, enjoin that for one who has unflinching faith in the lotus feet of the Lord as well as in the spiritual master, the real import of Vedic knowledge can be revealed. Text 53 My dear Lord, those who desire to purify their existence must always engage in meditation upon your lotus feet as described above. Those who are serious about executing their occupational duties and who want freedom from fear must take to this process of bhakti yoga purport it is said that the transcendental name form pastimes and entourage of the lord can be appreciated cannot be appreciated by the blunt material senses therefore one has to engage himself in devotional service so that the senses may be purified and one can see the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Here, however, it is indicated that those who are constantly engaged in meditating on the lotus feet of the Lord are certainly purified of the material contamination of the senses and are thus able to see the Supreme Lord face to face. The word meditation is very popular in this age amongst the un, amongst the common people. But they do not know the actual meaning of meditation. However, from the Vedic literature, we learn that the yogis are always absorbed in meditation upon the lotus feet of the Lord. Dhyana tad Katena Manasa yang Yoginaha Bhagotam twelve. 13.1 This is the real business of the yogis to think of the lotus feet of the Lord. Lord Shiva therefore advises that one who is actually serious about purification must engage himself in this type of meditation or in the mystic yoga system which will help him not only to see the Lord within constantly but to see him face to face and become his associate in Vaikuntha Loka or Goloka, Vrindavan. The word Swidharmam, as in Sudharmam Anushtitam, indicates that the system of Varnashram, which indicates the occupational duties of the Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaisha, and Shudra, in which is the perfect institution for humanity, must be supported by Bhakti Yoga if one at all wants security in life. Generally, people think that simply by executing the occupational duties of a Brahmana, Kshatriya, vaisya or Shudra, or the duty of a Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, or Sannyasi, one becomes fearless or securely attains liberation. But factually, unless these occupational duties are accompanied by bhakti-yoga, one cannot become fearless. In Bhagavad Gita, there are descriptions of karma-yoga, jnana-yoga, bhakti-yoga, dhyana-yoga, and so on. But unless one comes to the point of bhakti-yoga, these other yogas cannot help one attain the highest perfection of life in other words bhakti yoga is the only means for liberation we find this conclusion also in Chaitanya Charitamrita in the discussion between Lord Chaitanya and Ramananda Roy regarding a human being's liberation from this material world in that discussion Ramananda Roy referred to the execution of Varnashram Dharma and Lord Chaitanya indicated that the Varnashram Dharma was simply external eho Lord Chaitanya wanted to impress upon Ramananda Roy that simply by executing the duties of Varnashram Dharma one is not guaranteed liberation Finally Ramananda Roy referred to the process of Bhakti Yoga Stane, Stitak, Shruti Tanuvan, Manobi. B- B- Bhagavatam 10.14.3 Regardless of one's condition of life, if he practices bhakti yoga, which begins with hearing Shruti the transcendental messages of the Lord through the mouths of devotees, he gradually conquers the unconquerable God. God is known to be unconquerable, but one who submissively hears the words of a self realized soul conquers the unconquerable. The conclusion is that if one is serious about liberation, he not only should execute the occupational duties of Varnashram Dharma, but should also engage in bhakti yoga by beginning hearing from a self-realized soul. This process will help the devotee conquer the unconquerable Supreme Personality of Godhead and become his associate after giving up the material body. Text 54 My dear Lord, the King in charge of the Heavenly Kingdom is also desirous of obtaining the ultimate goal of life, devotional service. Similarly, you are the ultimate destination of those who identify themselves with you, ahang brahmasmi. However, it is very difficult for them to attain you, whereas a devotee can very easily attain your lordship. Purport. As stated in Brahma Sangita, Vedeshu Durlabama Durlabam Atma Bakdao. This indicates that it is very difficult for one to attain the ultimate goal of life and reach the supreme destination by Kunta Loka or Goloka Vrindavan simply by studying Vedanta philosophy or Vedic literature. However, this highest perfectional stage can be attained by the devotees very easily. That is the meaning of vedeshu durlabham adurlabham atma The same point is confirmed by Lord Shiva in this verse. The Lord is very difficult for the karmi. The Lord is very difficult for the karma yogis jnana yogis and dhyana yogis to attain those who are bhakti yogis however have no difficulty at all in the word swarajasya swar refers to swargaloka the heavenly planet and Swaraja refers to the ruler of the heavenly planet Indra generally karmis desire elevation to heavenly planets but king Indra desires to become perfect in bhakti yoga those who identify themselves as a hung brahmasmi I am the supreme brahman one with the absolute truth also ultimately desire to attain perfect liberation in the Vaikuntha planets or Goloka Vrindavan in Bhagavad Gita 1855 it is said bhaktya Mam Abhijanati, Yavanyas Chasmi tatpataha, Tato tatpato Taram One can understand the supreme personality of Godhead as he is only by devotional service. and when one is in full consciousness of the Supreme Lord by such devotion, he can enter into the kingdom of God Thus, if one desires to enter into the spiritual world he must try to understand the Supreme Personality of Godhead by practicing Bhakti Yoga Simply by practicing Bhakti Yoga one can understand the Supreme Lord in truth but without such understanding one cannot enter the spiritual kingdom One may be elevated to the heavenly planets or may realize himself as Brahman, aham brahmasmi. But that is not the end of realization. One must realize the position of the Supreme Personality of Godhead by bhakti-yoga. Then real perfection of life is attained and that puts us at 744 we were a little late today but I don't want to go too late either we have big days tomorrow, the next day so we'll stop here our daily readings for tonight and we'll start at text 55 tomorrow and we'll wait patiently for the reflections of the assembled devotees Hare Krishna
1: first this evening is from Gopakanya Devi Dasi
0: Hare Krishna Gopakanya Devi Dasi
1: Hare Krishna dear Maharaj and all assembled sages all glories to Srila Prabhupada and Srimad Bhagavatam.
0: all glories to his divine grace sama beda the ki jaya Srimad Bhagavatam ki jaya.
1: and this is from Rati Manjari
0: yes Rati
1: Try Guru Maharaj Thank you for undauntedly emanating the highest wisdom in your daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books.
0: Hare Krishna. May it continue. Thank you. Somebody, Somebody's car being stolen or something. Hare Krishna.
1: Alright, this is from Ananda Murti. Ananda Murti. Dear Guru Maharaj and all assembled devotees, please accept my humble obeisances. All mm. glories to Sri Prabhupada. Mm. Thank you so much for today's reading of Srila Prabhupada's Srimad Bhagavatam. Thank you for your
0: loyal ears.
1: It is so nice to hear today's readings. I am very insignificant but I want to come here every day because quote, the conclusion is that if one is serious about liberation he not only should execute the occupational duties of Varnashram Dharma but should also engage in bhakti yoga mm. by hearing from a realized soul mm.
0: yes that's a science devotional service is actually a spiritual science if you take the axiomatic truths and imply them into your life then you become self-realized and eventually you awaken your pure love for Krishna it's as simple as that by the mercy of Lord Chaitanya it's been made even simpler Krishna Hare Krishna. Did I say we start at 55? I think so. Okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna. Krishna Hare 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 Ram Hare Rama Rama Hare, 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 Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare. Hare Namo, Hare Namo, Rama, Rama, Hare, Hare. Sunday, Sunday feast day. are all out busily spreading Krishna consciousness taking care of the guests
1: there is one from Rati Manjari
0: Okay, Rati Haribo
1: dear dear Guru Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances all glories to the Prabhupada I heard two things which stood out for me one thing Anandamurti already brought up the importance of hearing from a self-realized soul by doing so we can conquer the unconquerable Lord
0: yes and next I think that's still oh it's still it's still percolating Mm -hmm. in the works
1: the other point is that one is that without being free from fear one cannot be joyful
0: yes And one cannot be free from fear unless one is engaged in devotional service, fully engaged in devotional service. And another thing that that Prabhupada said in the purport was that when one gives up the bodily conception of life, when one no longer thinks of oneself in terms of the body, (inaudible) sarvopadi veneer muktam tatpada mena nirmalam Rishikesham, Rishikesham, saving a buck. New Maybe I'm mixing two verses. Anyway, it means that uh, one is one is one becomes joyful by remembering the Lord. One becomes liberated by just remembering the Lord in other words all the different perfections in all the different kinds of yoga and, and spiritual processes are all achieved all at once by the process of pure devotional service and Rupa Goswami's teachings begin right there with pure devotional service and therefore even in the Bhagavad Gita Krishna explained to Arjuna the process of Controlling the mind and uh, taking up the process of meditation and and different postures and different uh, meditations and breathing and so on in the astanga yoga process, but but Arjuna uh, rejected them, and so Krishna finally came to the conclusion: Just think of me with love and devotion, and you're, you'll become the greatest yogi. Hare Krishna therefore that's what pure devotional service is to be thinking of constantly of Krishna with love and devotion
1: this is from Subrah.
0: yes Subhara.
1: Hare Krishna Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada all glories to Srila Prabhupada thank you for your daily readings among many gems two stood out for me Srimad Bhagavatam four twenty four fifty three quote. Only by thinking of the lotus feet of the Lord and always taking the spiritual master's advice, can one advance in spiritual life and understand Vedic knowledge. Yasya mm. deva Thus the Vedas. Svetashvatarupanishad Upanishad six twenty three enjoined that for one who has unflinching faith in the lotus feet of the Lord, as well as in the spiritual master, the real import of Vedic knowledge can be revealed. And the second one is 424.52. Without being fearless, one cannot be joyful. The bhaktas, the devotees, are fearless and always joyful because they are constantly engaged in the service of the lotus feet of the Lord. The secret of being abhaya, or fearless, is given. Question. Do we measure our progress in bhakti by our degree of fearlessness? Well, um,
0: it depends on what level of devotional service we're on. Śrīla Prabhupāda taught us that the beginning of being able to perceive uh, the degree that you're uh, advancing is the degree to which sense gratification is not appealing in other words the more detached you become or averse you become to performing sense gratification in its many many forms uh, that is a sign that you're advancing spiritually spiritually and attachment to Krishna. How are you becoming attached to Krishna? Uh, they go hand in hand. They go simultaneously. Detachment from Maya and attachment for Krishna are the same thing. And fearlessness comes automatically with, with these higher uh, realizations. so when we need to become free from the bodily designation we need to stop thinking of ourselves in terms of being American or Indian or English or whatever and think of ourselves as eternal servants of Krishna this is what Lord Chaitanya told Sanatana Goswami when he approached him with a straw between his teeth in all humility and begged him To tell him who he was, because everyone was worshipping him because he was such a learned scholar and a responsible person in human society. And Lord Chaitanya's answer was You are the eternal servant of Krishna. All the other rasas are based on this truth the gopis down to the servants of Krishna. In Goloka, they all think of themselves as servants of Krishna. It's not that once you become, if you're a gopi, that you lose your uh, ability to, to see yourself as a servant of Krishna and you can just boss Krishna around. No, it's not like that. The gopis and, and the embodiment of the, the gopis' uh, love is Srimati Radharani, Mahabhav, the embodiment of Mahabhava uh, she thinks of herself as a maid servant of Krishna so being a servant of Krishna is actually our constitutional position which is realized to different degrees according to our taste according to our relationship with Krishna Sometimes people think we should all become gopis or want to become gopis because they're the highest. But Krishna will not be pleased if if in Goloka Vrindavan there were just gopis and no other personalities, no other life, no other, you know, Yamuna River, Govardhan Hill, you know, the cowherd boys and the calves and the deer, peacocks. All together, these are pleasing to Krishna and if everyone was a gopi he wouldn't be pleased he wouldn't be as pleased anyway it's, it, it's a moot point because m- you can't visualize the spiritual world without all of these various personalities Hare Krishna
1: Subrah says thank you for your polishing the gems and explaining Jai Om Hare
0: Krishna, thank you.
1: And this is from Rati. Yes, Rati. Tonight is my last evening in Amsterdam. My plane departs tomorrow to Sri Vindavandam.
0: Hare Krishna.
1: Due to the time difference, it will be difficult for me to attend the daily readings live. I therefore beg to be excused for being absent for the coming twelve days. Thank you, dear Guru Maharaj, for the daily shelter you provide. And to all devotees who are part of this wonderful reading circle. Your sincere company makes me feel progressive on the path of Bhakti Yoga. I pray for you I will pray for you all in the Dham and look forward to being back in your midst. Hare Krishna.
0: Well, Hare Krishna Rati and may you travel safely and pleasantly and may your all your spiritual desires be fulfilled uh, in, by the holy Dham of Vrindavan which is not different than Krishna and we'll miss you we will uh, we know that you'll be with us and you'll listen to what you can when you can I mean and uh, we look forward to seeing you again and being with you again Hare Krishna Thank you very much everyone for your reflections Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam ki jāi Sama Bhakta binda Ki Jai. Premanandi Hari Hari bo. And see you tomorrow night. Same time, same place, same topic as Lord Shiva continues to uh, relish glorifying the Lord. See you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.